0: Welcome to the Adventist Healthcare and You podcast. I'm Shanna and I'm joined with Nimit.
1: Hello everyone.
0: And we're actually joined today with Dr. Andy Catanzaro. Hi Shanna. Hi, he is the infectious disease specialist and he's been with Adventist Healthcare for the last eight years. That's right. So thank you for coming. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, Dr. Catanzaro to join us.
1: Sure, happy to be here. I think we're very excited to have you here and you know, give some of your knowledge to us and see what we should be doing, what shouldn't be doing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's that
2: kind of season, you know, like yeah. Santa looking over our shoulders, you know, naughty, nice. Should, <laughs> yeah,
0: I should mention our, our first episode with Dr. Jane, we recorded just a couple of weeks ago at Thanksgiving and we were at a different place with COVID. It seemed like things were getting a little better and now we have rising cases again. So this is a timely episode to kind of talk about where we've been, where we're going, uh, your thoughts on a few things so we can get into it.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. At the end of the year, I often reflect on where I've been and sort of look to the future about where I'm going. Yeah. So speaking of that, how
1: has the last 18 months been for you? I know when I was um, near bedside being the nurse manager of the ICU, things were extremely challenging. So what has your journey been like for the last 18 months?
2: Sure. Well, it's difficult to summarize 18 months in a a short (laughs) statement, but, uh, you know, I think over the last 18 months, it's been a little bit uh, terrifying and a little bit empowering. Um, I would say a lot empowering. So you know the the terrifying aspect was when we first started, we didn't know a lot, and we didn't know how to protect ourselves. And it's just incredible. You know, for eighteen months, we've been working together in the trenches, whether it's in the ICU or in the ER, or the urgent care. You know, wherever you are in healthcare, uh, we've been in the trenches together. And the people who have stayed really give me a day to day inspiration. And when I think about my team, think of people, you know, like the infection preventionists, some of the leaders that I work with, it's an incredibly inspiring journey. And uh, 18 months, uh, we don't, I don't know where it's going to go, but, you know, it's been that kind of high and low on a roller coaster.
1: I'll be honest, I was scared as well. I think we all were scared, you know, but we were expected to form for our community and ensure that we were there to give them the best guidance and also, you know, provide the best care given the knowledge base we had. But uh, I think, you know, admitting that being scared is like
2: brave aspect of it too. Right. So, you know, I'm a big movie fan and doom just came out. So I'll be honest, you know, I'm not putting a plug in for the movie, but <laughs> I read the book when I was young and I reread it, you know, later and then watched the movie. And, you know, at part of the movie, there's a segment where what's repeated is fear is the mind killer. And that became kind of my mantra for a while. I'm sure it was for you too. In healthcare, you know, you, you have a job to do and yet you're afraid. And so I've kind of developed a, a stepwise protocol, if you will. And part of that fear, protocol is to admit you're afraid, you know, because if we don't, if we try to ignore that and push it down to a corner, we can't function because it'll come back later. So that's another part of the journey is to learn what is my fear protocol. I admit my emotions. I learn what I can and what I need to learn. And then I train, train, train. And those three have gotten me through Ebola. That's really where I started it. And then through COVID. And the, the fear is incredibly strong, but it all starts in the mind. So when you train your mind, you know, it sounds a little metaphysical, but it's really true. When you train your mind, that fear is just one part of our human experience. I think you can always, you know, kind of push through as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thanks for sharing that. Speaking of inspiration, this time last year, we were preparing for the COVID-19 vaccines. Mm-hmm. A time where we're all looking forward and looking to see a different turn and a change to, to the pandemic. And now it's been almost a year and we're into the additional shots and the boosters. So what are your thoughts about them?
2: The additional shots are, are extremely exciting to me. Uh, the FDA and CDC and other authorities and it, and you know people of Israel really started leading ahead with additional doses, and uh, it, they really are another game changer to me. You know, I can now say I'm adequately immunized against a life threatening virus. That's amazing, right? Like when I look back a year ago, we didn't know what the vaccine was going to do to us. We were afraid. We I consulted a lot of experts about the vaccine, trying to piece together in my mind that this makes sense. But looking at the additional doses. They are an incredible additional protection. When you look in people's samples, the amount of antibodies that they get with additional dose, it just shoots up. You know, it it shoots up to these levels that are, again, potentially life-changing. If I were to come in contact with COVID-19, having had my additional dose or my family members who have, um, we have really a great protection against it. It may not be enough for some people, but for the average person who's listening to this, certainly for the average healthcare worker, it could be a game changer, just like it the first two doses were. But now we have to update ourselves.
0: Yeah, just like the flu shot. Every year we have to get a new one.
2: Yeah, it's a great insight, yeah. So I think that's what I'm starting to, to kind of use. That's why I was excited to have it come on this podcast to talk to people about it. I would never say I'm fully immunized against influenza. Every year I gotta get another shot. I don't look forward to it, but I know I gotta do it. And so when I get that dose, it's an additional dose. It's not a booster, it's an additional dose. It's updating my immune system. It's giving me antibodies. Some of those antibodies will decrease over time just like they do with COVID. So I think if we start to think of it really like that, we'll get there. Will we need a new dose every year? I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. Will we need another booster every six months? I don't know. But what I do know is it's, it's very similar to where we've been with other vaccines.
0: Okay. Good to know. Well, with the holidays approaching and the numbers rising, you know, you talk about kind of dealing with the up and down nature of all of this. So how are you planning for the holidays and how should others plan for the holidays?
2: Well, similar to the fear protocol, first I'm taking care of myself. So for me personally, I'm doubling down with exercise and talking to people about my exercise goals and how important that is in my life for my mental health. I'm also uh, working again back on nutrition, you know, to make sure I'm, I'm eating well. So I'm beginning to kind of prepare myself. I do meditation, which I really enjoy. Uh, I do, uh, and I, you know, the exercise part also gets me out and gets the blood moving. So, you know, I'm I'm doing all those things mentally. Very excited to see my father for the first time since the pandemic began. It's very, well, you've gone two exciting.
0: years without seeing your your dad. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes,
2: and uh, almost a year ago, uh, we lost my mom. So it'll be a, a touching time to see them. So, you know, in consultation with some other colleagues, uh, what can we do to be safe? First of all, we're all talking openly about our vaccine and booster status. I'm blessed to have a family that agrees with me that the vaccine and the boosters are incredibly important. So they've all been boosted as appropriate for their, for their age and, and whatnot. Second of all, we'll be using the tests. They go by different names. The test I prefer the most is the point of care testing, but the tests you can buy in the supermarket. We're gonna all test before we go. And we're gonna test another time before we all get together and we eat. Now, why am I focusing on eating? During eating, masks come down, we're talking, we're in close proximity, and it's a time to share. So even though we're vaccinated, we're going to test before we walk in the room. So we know who, God forbid, anyone should have COVID, but the most vulnerable is my father. Yeah. You know, he's the oldest, he's the senior. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to protect that. That's what—that's our gift to him. Not only our presence, but we're being safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's kind of how we're preparing for the holidays.
0: Yeah. I think, you know, not everybody is going to test and and that won't be an option for a lot of people. But I think having conversations of, you know, are you not sick? Right. And are you vaccinated? Having conversations like that will be important. And Absolutely. taking all those other precautions leading Absolutely. up to
2: And I, I recognize I'm I'm blessed to, to have the information mm-hmm. and the resources and not everyone does, but I think you're right. If we have the conversation and we can be open with it and honest with each other, mm-hmm. which sometimes is hard. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll get there.
0: Yeah. So, none of us want to go backwards. No. You know, of course not. We we don't. So, a couple of things you've already mentioned about staying safe. What are some other things we can do to stay vigilant going into this uptick of cases and into the new year?
2: So, there's a, a lot of different ways to stay vigilant. I don't think holding it in a way of going backwards is going to serve us. Mm -hmm. You know, we're humans. We want to go forward. We want to move ahead. The new year is a new opportunity. Uh, And I think if we think of we're done with COVID, unfortunately COVID is not done with us. So I think beginning to live into that reality, I've heard dozens and dozens of times, I'm done with COVID. But I almost always follow that with COVID is not done with us. Mm -hmm. And looking forward with, with optimism, what can we do? You know, human beings want to do something. Can we get a booster? Can we get tested? Can we talk to our doctor about how to be safe and what we what more we need? Can we talk to our friends and family who we're going to get together with? I'm really excited to see my dad. What can we do to be safe, dad? Mm-hmm. You know, having those conversations will push us forward. If we just commiserate about what we can't do, you know, then we will mentally go backwards.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's good. You know, just whatever it is to make it safe, just lean into that so that you can do the things that you want to do.
2: Right. So you'll, you'll also hear me talk a lot about the mental game because that is, I think, part of where we are at this moment. You know, we want to be done with COVID. So the way I'm starting to hold my life because I've been through so much and there has been loss and there has been grieving is to turn it on its head in this, in this season, as we're ending up in the end of the year. What can we be grateful for? So I watched a podcast between Archbishop Tutu and the Dalai Lama, and you know that kind of level of gratitude and grace you know, and appreciation for life can be giving. Reconnecting with that joy, reconnecting with gratitude, it, 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 and it also does help the immune system. So there is data for this. <laughs> when you look at the science, yeah. and they're talking about these sciences, you can go on the web and look at some of these podcasts. I think looking at gratitude will bring us forward.
0: I like that. Yeah, that?
1: I, I like that too. I like I think, that too. you know, our COVID numbers are getting worse and our cases are rising, but looking forward to some of the things that we can control, some of the gratitude looking back and acknowledging the time with your family safely, you know, and, and looking forward about things you can control. I think the the mind game, as you said, is highly important. And it's so easy to cave into all the negatives that are happening right. in the society. So kind of focusing on those positives is so important for, for all of us to do. Right. Um, and I think that would just help us in the long run and get through what we need to get through in the future. Yeah.
0: Um, so I want to wrap up since uh, we promised our, our listeners, we would keep this short and easy and you've given us a lot of really great insight and things to think about um, to wrap up. What are three things that we should do into the holiday season that we can leave our listeners with to stay healthy and safe?
2: Sure. Well, a lot of them haven't changed that much. So a lot of the things that we've already been doing, you know, washing our hands, wearing masks, and then uh, getting boosters. Those those are going to get us through and returning to some of those basics that we know work.
0: Okay. Well, uh, thank you. Yeah,
2: thank you. I think those basic
1: informations help a lot
2: just to reinforce that aspect of it, that nothing has changed. We just have to stick back to our basics. Right. And just like, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm still struggling with weight gain. <laughs> so just like with weight loss, getting back to the basics, you know, counting calories, exercise, those two work. It's a basic thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, getting back to the basics, maybe that's something. Maybe that's a theme for 2022. Get back to the basics. Get back yeah. to the basics. <laughs> you <like> know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, t- to our listeners, we thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for joining us, Doctor Katnaser. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you coming in. Um, so, but don't forget to follow us uh, wherever you get your podcasts. You get our updated episodes, and then you can also find Adventist Healthcare if you're interested at AdventistHealthcare.com. So, thank you, and we would everybody a happy holiday season.
2: Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
0: Thank you.